Beyond Infinity. If you're looking for life outside of Earth, uh, Mars is a place you might look. It might be Enceladus, one of these moons of the outer planets of the solar system, which has got a subsurface ocean. These could be places that you'd like to look. And you'd probably be looking for microbes. Mm. There was a theory promulgated by Fred Hoyle many years ago, and, and his theory, which I think is still quite valid and still well regarded in the scientific circles, uh, was that comets seeded the universe. So you had these uh, building blocks of life and possibly even organisms. You mm-hmm. had you know, living organisms that were, were extremophiles that could handle living on a comet right. or living on a meteorite. So in a vacuum with radiation. In a vacuum with radiation yeah. and, and traveling through uh, interstellar space or space within our solar system and actually spreading life around that way. It's, it's a possibility. It hasn't been proven yet, but we're making some strides towards refining what we would look for, particularly on Mars, say, because the, the rover that's being launched next year, Mars 2020, it's going to land in 2021 at Jezero Crater. It's very specifically looking for life on Mars. It's going to be looking for microbial life. It may be looking for not necessarily life that's there now, that's existent and, and alive now, but maybe signs of that that, that life's left behind, mm. sort of fossil-type record okay. of, uh, of what of their activity yeah. of, of, of the, the kind of telltale signs of microbial activity this uh, quest has been helped if you like by the discovery by scientists of a microbe it was first identified in an isolated volcanic field in Italy in 1989. It's considered an extremophile because it likes to live in conditions that would be uninhabitable to most other to most other organisms. So they've basically discovered that this extremophile can live off rock or stone fragments and can transform rock fragment into biochemical energy and and survive off it. And so by identifying this organism and knowing what it does and what impact and what residue is left on rock that may have been consumed mm-hmm. and converted, metabolized yeah. yep. by this, this organism, uh, that, that gives you an idea of that it's been there in the past. So you don't necessarily need to find it now. You could find signs in rock of its activity and that would be very useful and that would tell you that it was there. Now, we know that on the surface of the moon, organisms can survive. I think Apollo 12 went to a, a nearby robotic lander about 200 metres from the landing site and they retrieved a camera lens from a, it was a surveyor lander, unmanned, and they took that camera lens back to Earth, checked it out, and they found microbes that had survived on the surface of the moon in, in a near vacuum right. for mm. over two years. And that's one of the reasons why when they go, when they send landers to Mars, for example, they go to a lot of trouble to try to sterilize them. And Mars 2020 will be no different. In fact, probably an even more intensive effort to keep it clean will yeah. be made because they don't want to carry, carry yeah. the life with them that they wind up discovering and going, <laughs> wow, there's microbes just like on Earth on yeah. Mars, but yeah. we actually took them there. Yeah. So it, it is interesting and it's, it's very useful for the quest for life and, and finding you know, microbial life or the fossils on the rock you know, residue of the activities of these kind of microbes, these extremophiles. Uh, they'll have a better idea what to look for because they've actually made this discovery that they can, you know, they've identified a microbe starting back in 1989 in, in, in a volcano in, uh, in Italy and they can actually see how it can survive by basically processing rock mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and... And heat and cold and vacuum and radiation yes. and, and all conditions. Yep. Yeah. 
So they use electron microscope and they're actually able to capture the presence and location of different metals that this M. cedula microbe took in from a meteorite and uh, chemically transformed. This is kind of adding weight to the idea that uh, you know there could be life beyond uh, you know our own mm. uh, in our solar system yeah. and possibly in the universe. And, and now we, how that seeded life here on, the, on yeah, Earth. Yeah, we now know how to look a bit more closely and precisely for it. So Mars 2020 will be interesting. So the microbe in question, this this extremophile, can metabolize rock. And this is what makes it so unique and special is that it can chew through rock. It's called M. cedula. It's been written up in in, in the journal Scientific Reports. It may give us a way to look for the signatures of past life on other planets. According to Titania... Milojevic, the uh, first author of the study, she said this process was very enigmatic and exciting how the chemical energy of a stone fragment can be transformed into the biochemical energy of a living entity. To find an answer to understand this process, I think it's a great moment. Um, Is there any understanding about sort of reproduction? Is it something where under certain conditions it may thrive? Um, or is it the sort of extremophile that it, it just is and it just exists and there's no life or death? Well, apparently this is it's actually not that easy to raise M. cedula. So there are, there are certain um, bacteria, E. coli, for example, doubles every 20 minutes in the lab. And, you know, there's things that they can do in, the, in, in labs to promote reproduction of these sort of microbes. But in the case of the M. cedula, this extremophile, it's believed to, it could potentially survive out of, st- out of space and it might be something we can find in the fossil record of Mars. Mm-hmm. Mars 2020 might be uh, able to look for this specifically. But it takes much, it's much more nurturing to actually get this thing to do it. It does do it, but it doesn't do it with the speed and readiness that yeah. some other things do in the lab. Future research is going to have to see you know, how long the fingerprints or the, the identifiers of activity from this kind of microbe, this extremophile, how long they can last, especially under conditions in outer space. Because if they, if they can be shown to last for very long lengths of time, then there are some sample return missions. One is to uh, Bennu, which is an American mission. And there's also a Japanese mission, which is uh, going to do a sample return from an asteroid as well. You know, the benefit of that is that, you know, if they found even just the, the, the telltale signs of microbial metabolism, mm-hmm. you know, metabolizing rock to survive from those samples returned. I mean, it, it's a long shot. You know, they're going to yeah. be looking for yeah. other things as well, but it's, it's what they're hoping for. Yeah. If they do find these things, then that's a, you know, well, then confirms that's, the theory that it's absolutely. come from out interstellar well, space. Yeah. Well, then we can then we can at least say that that, and we can look at the DNA, and we can at least say, well, microbial life could be very very common basic life this is not sophisticated intelligent life by any stretch but it is a life form yes and uh, it would be a huge discovery to find that on a sample return from an asteroid or from a comet and similarly to find it on mars all long shots at this stage but uh, worth keeping an eye out and we are getting a little bit better at identifying the things that we need to look for in that hunt for microbial life beyond earth thanks for listening We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.